we need the anointing of God. The anointing is that divine enablement of the Holy Ghost or the power of God to operate and function in our life. And some of us men need the anointing of God on our life to really be our father. We need the anointing of God in our life. Some of us business people, we need an anointing. You can go through the motion, and I don't want to go through the motion. You should want to be anointed. You're listening to the Anointed Leadership Podcast with Terry Lynn Scott. Subscribe today to start cultivating more leadership anointing in your life. Now here's your host, Terry Lynn Scott. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Anointed Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Terry Linscott. I'm so grateful that you're joining me today. We are episode number 27 and we're talking today about enjoying the journey. I think in leadership, we talk. We should talk about this type of stuff uh, on a consistent basis because we get distracted with so many different things of where we want to be, what our goals are, where we're not yet today. And uh, I really want to just emphasize, enjoy the journey today. We're in 2022, month number two already. And uh, man, what an am- amazing January. Personally, for me, it's been an amazing January, and I hope that it has been for you as well. I can only say this, 2022 will be your best year ever if it's your best year with God. It's spiritually the best year of your life. And in doing that, you got to learn to enjoy the process. You got to enjoy the journey. You got to you got to let God establish some things in your leadership, in your teams and enjoy it. Enjoy where you are on the way to where you're going. These are little clichés that we all say a lot of the times, but I really believe that when you can enjoy where you're at on the way to where you're going, you're going to see greater levels of success. And we're going to unpack this today. Just two thoughts that I have about enjoying the journey. Uh, and I want to unpack them. But before we do, like we always ask you to do, listen, uh, hit the hit the subscribe if you're not already a subscriber. Hit the reminder so you can get alerted and, and notified when we drop a new one of these. And last and, and probably the most important for me is share this with some of your friends, some of your coworkers, your boss, your pastor, your department leads, whoever it is. If this content adds value to your life, do me a favor and just share this with them. And I would really greatly appreciate that today. So uh, as we do this, as we jump into this, uh, a couple of things. Ernest Hemingway made a statement. He said, it's good to have an end to journey towards. It's good to go after something. It's good to have an end to journey towards, but it is the journey that matters in the end. And that's the ultimate thing. It's how we get there. How do we get to that goal? How do we accomplish our yes in life? How do we accomplish our purpose? You know, a good name is better to be had or is, or is more significant in life than great riches, the Bible say. And so it's all about our name. It's our reputation. How did I get there? What happened in me? My character, my uh, th- what the skills that I learned, the things that were sharpened, you know, the way I grew and matured. And that's the biggest thing. It's always good to have a goal. We should. Leadership should always have goals, but it's our systems. It's our journeys that get us to the goal. And it's how we, uh, how we enjoy it which is really going to stand out in our life. You know, I tell my kids this. this is my, all, all my kids are up in age now, three boys married. My daughter's a junior in, in college right now, getting ready to be uh, uh, an early childhood educator. And uh, I always tell them, you, got, you can't take for granted the, the days that you're in. You can't look beyond where you are today. You've got to enjoy the day. You have to. You've got to see the, the, the mistakes. You have to see the uh, successes in every single day. 
You got to extract life out of each one of those. You got to extract understanding and knowledge and and you got to grow every single day of your life. Well, in leadership, it's the same thing. We have hopes, we have dreams, uh, we have distractions, right? We got things that we want to do, but then there's things that everybody else is doing that look really good. And we always pick apart some of those things and say, if I was doing this, maybe this would happen for me. If I was doing that, maybe this would happen for me. And I tell my kids that all the time. When, when I was going back to what I tell my kids is if you don't love what you do, you probably shouldn't be doing it. And uh, that's the enjoyment process. It's, it's how do I enjoy the journey? How do I enjoy where I am to where I'm going? And if you don't, you got to take a look at two things. One, is this what I'm not supposed to be doing? Should I be doing something different? Or is this what I'm supposed to be doing but my attitude's wrong? My, my outlook is wrong. The way I see it, it's wrong. And so I've got to adjust those things. And the will of God is always going to be troubles. There's always going to be trials. There's always going to be issues. There's going to be circumstances. Outside the will of God, there's going to be troubles. There's going to be issues. <laughs> there's going to be circumstances that we all go through. And it doesn't matter where you're at. There's always issues. It's part of the journey. It's part of the process. It's a part of development. It's a part of learning about where you are and perfecting your gifts in life. And so I I just look at that, what Ernest Hemingway said, you know, that it's always good to have the end, but the the journey is what matters in the end. What did you learn? What did you grow from? What did you grasp? You know, and here's what happens is we get caught up and always chasing the next thing. I know people, there's friends of mine that I went in uh, uh, high school with, and that was graduated in 1992. That's a long time ago. And they're still, actually five years ago, one of them had just graduated college again. <laughs> again. Like this is his third graduation into another profession. And when I asked him, he said, well, none of those made me happy. To me, you wasted a lot of time if that wasn't what made you happy or your enjoyment or didn't fulfill you. And you went through all of these 40 plus years trying to figure your happiness or your enjoyment out when when you know the will of God and you go after it and you enjoy it and you extract things out of it, it develops you who you are. And this is what he said to me, I wish I would have known then what I know now. And my question to him was, what is that? He said, I need to stop. Listen to what he said. I need to stop doing what everybody else thinks I should be doing and really focus on the next phase of my life or the the place that I'm supposed to be. I thought, man, that isn't rocket science, but really it's the most profound thing in his life is he was he was chasing what everybody else thought for his life rather than recognizing who he was and developing in that skill. You have to understand there's got to be an end, but it's the journey. The journey should be enjoyed, not irritated, not frustrated, not agitated, and moving on. I, I want to say a couple things before I get to the two points. Uh, what happens is in our life is we paint these pictures and we create these vision boards. Some of us have them. Some of us have vision tablets where we write the things down. And what happens is we want it so bad. We have a we have a very hard problem with patience in our life and especially in America. Patience is not really on our strengths in the United States of America. We're so uh, drive through oriented. It's got to be quick. It's got to be quick. It's got to be quick. Where, where what happens is because it doesn't happen fast enough, watch, what we really are desiring and it doesn't come quick enough, we must think, watch, it's not right. 
Uh, I should be doing something else. So we shift gears, we change gears. And, and you know, what I really want to tell you is just because you haven't accomplished it yet today doesn't mean you shift. It doesn't mean you go to the next best thing. You, you have to realize that what, where you're at today is developing you for what you are in the future. I, I preach this in my own messages and I say this, if God can't trust you with a little, how can he give you much? Where you are today is a proving ground. Can you can God trust you right where you are to allow you to operate and function in the gift and the call of God of leadership in your life right where you are, even when it's small, even when it's struggling, even when it's not what you are hoping and you're dreaming about and the visions? Can God really trust you today so that tomorrow he can really bless your socks off by enlarging your territory? And, and these are the things that I think about is sometimes we want the enlarged territory. We want Canaan land, if you will, uh, which is where the promised land was for God, for his people. And we want it so bad, but yet we're so impatient. And we got to realize that we've got to enjoy the day. I I made this statement in one of my messages recently, and I say, we over-exaggerate yesterday. We overestimate tomorrow. And watch, we underappreciate today. We underappreciate where we are. We want we we overestimated, we over-exaggerated, but today is underappreciated. And you've got to learn to enjoy the journey. Appreciate the today, right where you are. Success, failure, issues. Uh, it's not coming fast enough. Learn to do that. I, I, this is another thought I found, and I can't remember who said this, but it says life is not measured by the number of breaths you take, but it's by the amount, the moments that take your breath away. Life isn't measured by the number of breaths you take, rather by the moments that take your breath away. And here's the thing: I've watched in my own life. In leadership, things happen, people around me develop, uh, people discovering their purpose, people being empowered around me, uh, seeing people do things that I would not do it that way, see it fall on their face, get back up and go at it again. Those are moments that take my breath away because I'm watching as leadership, I could jump in, I could force their hand, I could just make their decision for them. But when I recognize what's happening in their life, it takes my breath away. What about me? The moments in my life in leadership, when when I took over the church, and, and here's one of those moments is I, I was frustrated when we shut our church down for six weeks. But after that six or seven weeks, I opened up. I was unsure what it was going to look like. We were low, low in our attendance back in 2020. Uh, and when we opened back up through that pandemic, and, and it was low in attendance, and then all of the sudden, Watch, we went from low attendance to packed out in two services. And still today, we're talking about what are we going to do today if we continue to grow? What, what it was a leadership principle. What I saw, I'm starting to see today uncover, but that I saw it in 2019. And here I am, February 2022, and it's just now happening. But the processes, the, the journey that it took us to get where we are today, listen, I, I would not change it for the world. You hear what I'm saying? And you got to learn that the moments in your life, they're going to do one thing. They're going to create the person that you become. They're going to do one of two things. They're going to promote you or they're going to hold you back. If you don't enjoy them, if you don't enjoy the moments of issues, the problems, the moments of celebration, if you hold on to celebrate celebratory moments too long, they'll prevent you from moving forward. If you hold on to uh, you know problems that hold you back and you hold on too long, 
They're going to prevent you from moving forward. You've got to realize that each moment creates who you are and helps develop who you become. And you've got to enjoy the journey, whether it's been good or whether it's been bad, you have to learn to enjoy it. How? Why? And what would I do? Extract. I always go back and I look at things. We just took a trip uh, on, uh, as a staff and a big team, and, and I'm in my mind processing every single day what we did, how we did it, what was the, 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 the routine, what was, what, what was we doing, who was in leadership, how they did it. I'm watching all of these things, and I'm, I'm thinking, the next time we do one of these trips, how can we make it better? I'm extracting. I'm not irritated by what didn't go well. I'm not frustrated because things that I wanted didn't happen like this. I'm, I'm more interested in, in letting people go and fly, and then when we sit back and look at it and say, hey, What can we learn from this? And that's the key component is you don't get hung up on celebrations or mistakes. You understand that when you extract every aspect of that, when you look at it and you dissect it, how do we make it better? That's enjoying the journey. Let it happen. Let things become organic and just grow, but extract life lessons. I want to, how do you, how do you enjoy the journey? I'm going to give you two thoughts pretty quickly today. But I really believe if you can enjoy 2022, no matter what it looks like, you know, some of us look at 2022 and say, this is going to be ridiculously hard. I I mean, the last two years seemed like a year, it seemed like four or five months over 2020 and 2021. But honestly, 2022 don't have to feel that way. I'm telling you, we're in January, we're in December, or I'm sorry, we're in February. And I really am enjoying uh, what God's doing already in this season of my life. And in one month, whoo, what God has done in my life and in leadership, I, I'm not, I don't believe this is the same as the last two years. This is going to be an incredible year of just uh, of exponential increase in the body of Christ. How do you do this? Number one, you got to embrace challenges, risks, and mistakes. You got to embrace them. You can't be afraid to, to, to uh, fall flat on your face. You can't, you can't be afraid to take the risk. You know, you've heard it in business, high risk, high reward, low risk, low reward. So what risk are you willing to take? Are you going to embrace them? Are you going to embrace the challenges? Do you get mad at every time an opposition comes? Do you get irritated and frustrated and you you complain about the problem or or do you embrace it? Do you look at it and say, ha, it's an opportunity for growth. It's an opportunity to perfect my leadership. What about my mistakes? How do you look at those? Do you say, get mad and upset and cry and whine about every mistake or every mistake everybody else makes? Or do you embrace it? Do you pull pull that person in and put your arm around them and say, let's talk about it. Let's embrace the mistake. Let's learn from this situation. What is it you do, do with that right there? You got to realize on every journey, there's always going to be challenges and obstacles. You ever been on a long trip? You go to you go on vacation and you're driving or flying. We just come from flying. <laughs> we got delayed in Atlanta from Tampa to Atlanta, and we were circling, and then we had to go land in Chattanooga, and we got fuel set there for a couple hours on the tarmac in the plane. Uh, had to fly back to Atlanta, get off the plane, try to get to a hotel that their shuttles were broke down. Hey, it's the journey. What do you do? You enjoy it. You just enjoy the moment. You don't complain. It's not out of your control. You can't fix it, but you can extract from it. What could you have learned in that situation? You have to embrace these moments. And most people, even just natural, not not even uh, leaders, but just individuals don't know how to embrace obstacles. They don't know how to embrace risks. They don't know how to embrace a mistake. They look at it as a personal attack rather than what you can learn from this. A mistake is not a reason to quit. An obstacle is not a reason to quit. It's not a reason to give up or throw in the towel, but many people will throw in the towel over a mistake 
over an obstacle, over a risk. They're going to throw it out. It's an opportunity. Listen, these are opportunities for life lessons, for leadership lessons. Uh, Enjoying the journey, you have to embrace these. Why? Because they're going to happen. You're going to have hiccups. You're going to have mess ups. They're going to have costly mistakes In, in ministry, in business, in leadership. It's not going to be free. This stuff is going to cost you. It's going to cost money. It's going to cost time. It's going to cost energy and effort. You've got to learn to embrace that. What does that mean? Pull it in. Invite it. When you have the attitude that I'm okay with this, when it happens, it doesn't hurt you as bad. Your mindset isn't disrupted. You're not yelling at everybody when those types of – because you're you're expecting it. Why? It's not that you're expecting always bad things. It's just the nature of the natural system. It's going to happen, and you've got to extract that out of it. Watch. The journey gives us the opportunity to face obstacles and extract life lessons by applying previous lessons learned. It gives us the opportunity to not just to face it and extract, but also to apply previous lessons learned. That's what this looks like. And you and I have to do it. I, I love what Louisa May Alcott, she's a, a writer. She, I, I saw this, it come across, it just grabbed a hold of me about mistakes, issues, problems. She said, I am not afraid of storms for I am learning how to sail my ship. <laughs> I'm not afraid of the storm because I'm learning how to sail my ship. And I, I wrote, wrote that down as I was reading an article one day. And I thought that right there makes so much sense to me, which is why I am able to embrace problems and issues. It don't, I don't get dis- upset. I don't get disruptive. I don't blast people. I don't even make it a big deal because I'm in my mind. I'm learning to sail my ship. And so are they. It's not that we can complain and argue and get upset about the storm, or we can understand we're learning how. And that's one of the biggest things I really believe that you have to. How do you enjoy your journey? Learn that, understand you're learning to sail your ship. Embrace these problems. Embrace the storms of life. Invite them in, but don't just complain. Extract. Learn what you need to to make sure the next time it doesn't go this way. Learn from it. If you don't learn from it, you're going to repeat the mistake. You're going to repeat the problem. You're going to repeat the obstacle. But learn from it. How do you how do you prevent it? How do you react to it? How do you respond to it in in situations like that? The second thing today, and uh, you know, to me, this is a pretty good teaching and 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 thought process when it comes to leadership. Pretty simple. Embrace the limitations, the risks, the obstacles, the mistakes. The second one is fo- focus on progress and little victories. You got to focus on the progress. What can you see? What is the little victory? Remember, I, I, was, I, I said it earlier, you over-exaggerate yesterday, overestimate tomorrow, and underappreciate today. you gotta, you got to make sure that the, even the little victories today, though they may not look great, they are, are celebrated and focused on. And you've got to take those and say, yes, we did this today. Utilize that memory of something good happening and to propel you into the next phase of your life. And, and how do you, why do you do this? It's really simple. I hear so many people say this, I'm not where I want to be. I'm, I wish I was further along. I wish my business was better. I wish I was bringing more income in. I wish my revenue was better. I wish my, you know, my economic status was better. I wish my church from a pastor standpoint, I wish my, my church was larger. I wish I was touching more people. I, I wish, I wish, I wish. And the reality is for you to focus on the progress and the little victories, you got to realize you're not where you want to be ultimately, but you are headed in that direction. But here's the thing I want you to realize. If you're not where you want to be in life, imagine you were much further along than you were a couple of years ago or a couple months ago. Are you further along today 
than you were a couple of months ago? Are you further along today than you were in 2019, let's say? And if you are, even if, though it looks differently, right? You, you Listen, if you're still in business, you're still a pastor, you're still in leadership, and you've gone through the last two years, and you've succeeded, and you've thr- you're thriving in it, guess what? You're better off today than you were two years ago. Why? Because you've went through some obstacles. You went through some risky moments in your life, and you're still standing. If you're not, don't hang your head over it. Extract it, learn it, and apply lessons into your life so that you don't lose the next opportunity. You don't lose the next journey of your life. Come on, this is, I'm preaching better than you're saying amen (laughs) on a podcast here. Look at this. Look, getting the results we want and the personal growth that supports these results is always the process. I want results in my life. It's no different than somebody that lifts weights, somebody that's at the gym. They're constantly, have you ever dieted? Watch. You get on the scale every morning and you kick yourself because you don't even lose a pound. But after day four, you might have lost a pound and then you're like, okay, this is good. But then what happens? You kick yourself because maybe I should have lost three pounds. No, celebrate the pound all the time. Celebrate the little victories. Getting the result is what we want in personal growth, which supports the results throughout the process. Your personal growth, who you are and who you're becoming is more important than what you're leading. You are the priority. You are the greatest asset. We did a whole podcast and talked about that I'm my greatest asset. If I'm not here, then I I have nothing to offer. I have no value to bring to people. But if I take care of myself, if I learn to know and I take care of myself and I grow personally, I'm going to be better for everybody around me. It's no different than the people around me. They are their greatest asset because without them, their abilities to work and their gifts, they wouldn't be able to be as successful as they are. Come on, this this is what you have to realize. Your personal growth is more important than the thing that you're doing. And when you extract lessons out of it in your leadership, you become the leader that you need to be as well as the people around you need you to become, which creates great success and victories in your life. You got to appreciate small wins and the success that you're having today. Go look at it. Get your get your notepad. Journal the thing down. Look at it. What in your life are you finding great success with? What are you finding in your life with great victories? And it may not be great in what you're thinking great, but it's small. You got to celebrate. You got to appreciate those. Listen, don't over exaggerate yesterday. Don't ever over ever overestimate tomorrow. And always appreciate your today. Don't underappreciate it. Enjoy today. This is this is the simplest thing that I could bring to you today. It's heavy on my heart because in 2022, you're going to either find great success, you're going to have great victories or you're going to have a lot of problems and failures. If you don't celebrate the great little things, the little victories, the little wins in your life, and you don't start celebrating them, you're going to miss them and you're going to miss the opportunities. And if you don't embrace the obstacles, the risk, this is going to be a year of great risk. I personally believe in leadership, it's going to be a year of great risk. It's going to be risky business, but I believe this, that if you'll take the risk, God will supernaturally enhance you, grow you in your leadership, grow your teams, grow your churches, grow your businesses, but you got to embrace them. You got to take the step out there. You can't, you can't just say, oh my gosh, I guess I'm no good because I didn't work. No, embrace it. Embrace the mistake, embrace the failure, and watch God move in your life. Hey, this is, that's my thought for you today. Uh, enjoy the journey. Don't, don't over-exaggerate yesterday. Don't overestimate tomorrow. Always appreciate your today. Enjoy the journey. Cel- embrace the risk. Embrace the obstacle. Embrace the mistake. Watch and celebrate 
the progress in the little victories in your life. Hey, I appreciate you joining me for a few moments today. This is Terry Scott. I am the host of the Anointed Leadership Podcast. And again, if this content's adding value to you, please share it with some people. Hit the subscribe, hit the notifier. Uh, And until next time, I call you blessed and do all that God's called you to do in your leadership in Jesus' name. Connect with Terry on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts to help this message reach more people so together we can create anointed leaders all over the world. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, we're believing God with you and for you that whatever you put your hand to will prosper in Jesus' name.